0: A new survey shows the widespread impact of the current labor shortage on hospital operations. Walgreens and CVS face a federal probe over allegations that pharmacists refuse to fill prescriptions for medications that could harm a pregnancy, and consumers can now purchase hearing aids over-the-counter. It's Thursday, October 20th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.
0: A new survey out of consulting firm Kaufman Hall shows the continued impact of the current labor shortage on hospital operating margins. The report, titled 2022 State of Healthcare Performance Improvement, is based on survey responses and interviews from 86 health system leaders across the country. Nearly all respondents said their systems have raised starting salaries or their minimum wage. 67% said they have seen wage increases of more than 10% for clinical staff, and while 44% said their organization's utilization of contract labor was decreasing, over a quarter said that it was actually currently increasing, as they could not hire the nurses they need to fill roles. Two-thirds of respondents reported that these staffing shortages have required their facilities to operate below full capacity, directly impacting their revenue. And these workforce shortages have had other consequences, including 69 percent of respondents saying that their facilities have seen an increased inpatient length of stay, which respondents attributed to hospital staff being unable to immediately discharge patients to post-acute care facilities. These facilities are also understaffed and therefore not operating at full capacity either. On the revenue side, the majority of survey respondents said their organizations have not seen volume return to pre-pandemic levels across any of their key service lines, and about two-thirds are seeing an increased rate of claim denials, which is more than double the amount reported in Kaufman Hall's 2021 survey. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is investigating complaints from patients that pharmacies, including Walgreens and CVS, the nation's largest chains, have refused to fill some prescriptions for medications that could potentially harm a pregnancy in the wake of the Supreme Court's decision to strike down Roe v. Wade. HHS Secretary Javier Becerra wrote in a tweet this weekend that the agency had opened a probe into whether chain pharmacies across the country had not complied with their federal obligations to fill prescriptions. The tweet accompanied an article from USA Today published last week about the complaints. Among the complaints, some customers allege that pharmacists would not fill medications such as methotrexate, a treatment for rheumatoid arthritis and osteoporosis that can also end ectopic pregnancies. Another medication was misoprostol, which is used to treat stomach ulcers and is sometimes used before IUD insertion but it can also be used in tandem with mifepristone to cause a medication abortion. Customers have also complained that some pharmacists have refused to fill their contraceptive medications. Walgreens has a policy that allows employees, including pharmacists, to refuse to sell items like contraceptives based on personal or religious beliefs. However, according to the Associated Press, if a pharmacist does decline to fill a prescription, Walgreens says it will find another employee to fill it or have another store provide it. This probe and the complaints highlight some of the unintended consequences of the Dobbs decision this summer, which created a patchwork of state laws when it comes to abortion. In the months since the ruling, there have been many reports from people who can give birth about the challenges they have faced getting medical care for fear of legal reprisals. U.S. consumers are now able to buy over-the-counter hearing aids at retailers like Walmart, Best Buy, and Walgreens. The change, which started this week, is due to a rule established by the Food and Drug Administration last August, which created a new over-the-counter category for the devices. Retailers are now clamoring to attract consumers with hearing aid deals being offered as low as $199 per pair. For individuals with perceived mild to moderate hearing loss, the rule change means they will no longer need to see an audiologist or get a prescription. By allowing consumers to purchase hearing aids over the counter, the FDA estimates that it could lower average costs of the devices by as much as $3,000 per pair. Before the rule change, the high cost of hearing aids was impacted by several variables, namely the cost of visiting a specialist, the cost of a hearing test, getting fitted, and fine tuning the device. The White House says that the reduced costs associated with over-the-counter availability will benefit some 30 million Americans with mild to moderate hearing loss, including nearly 10 million Americans over the age of 60. However, some groups warned that people should still consider seeing a specialist if hearing loss is a concern. The Hearing Industries Association, which represents hearing aid manufacturers, suppliers, and hearing health professionals, said in a statement that it supported the rule but recommends that people still see a physician to get a more timely diagnosis and treatment for more serious hearing problems. The FDA's rule does not apply to people with severe hearing loss who need more specialized hearing devices, and it also does not prevent people from getting prescription hearing aids if needed. Coverage for prescription hearing aids varies by pair, with some private insurers covering the devices. Currently, Medicare does not cover hearing aids or fittings, but some Medicare Advantage plans offer some coverage. This has been GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm your host, Jay Carlisle Larson. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at gisthealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly GIST. The GIST Healthcare Daily podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare.